Hey everybody, Hi. we're back with those wrestling girls. Once again, it's your girl, Krista B. And Queen PR. And we have so much to unpack, but the first thing we have to do is we have to applaud our, I don't even know, our godson, Sean. Yes, yes. Because yes. of Sean, we're He's in a- He's a very special friend of the podcast. And because of him, we're in a brand new studio. Oh. We're in Gotham. Oh my gosh, we're so happy about this. Yes. Our new home for those wrestling girls. We were so excited. I know P kind of went on Twitter to hide, but announce the announcement, whatever. <laughs> but that, Sean, we thank you so, so much. Yes, we thank you. Yes, we love our new studio and our logo and our new set and our props. Um, it's just so great. We got our WrestleMania Cup. We got our Evolution Cup. We got your Roman Reigns. My Roman Reigns. Also, thanks, Sean. Yes, and our our bottle of Bella, Bella Derici. You know we are Bella Army all day. Bellas, day. if you're watching, if you're listening, we will pop open this bottle yes. and we will let you know how yes. much we enjoy because we love wine too. We do, we do, we do. So I'm just like so excited, Krista. Girl. I'm like trying to like hold my smile, but it feels good to be at this stage in our show. It does. We have grown so much even from our last episode, from our last episode, from our last episode, and we want to thank everyone that is a fan of those wrestling girls and everyone that engages with us because you kind of like keep us you, going. You push us. You yeah, push and you're us. like, yo, wait, we should keep kind of doing right. this because it's really cool. I also want to give a very quick shout out to our social media intern, Jacob, who um, runs O-Face Wrestling Show. Yes. So, Krista, you're going to be on his show. I am. I'm going to be on his show this Friday. We have so much to talk about. I very cannot cool wait. Podcast. Yes, dope Very podcast. cool podcast. This is like a wrestling fanatic wanting to talk with other wrestling fanatics, so we appreciate you and check out his show. Um, so, you want to get started, Krista? Yeah. Girl, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to unpack. So if, as you've been seeing, and as many of you have been seeing, I've been doing these little videos on our IG stories, Facebook them. stories, and our Facebook discussion groups about things that's happened throughout the wrestling days. Mm-hmm. And Monday Night Raw, can we just start? <laughs> yes. No, no, we have to go back to the announcement yes. with Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. Yes. At first, I'm not going to lie to you, I was like, Really nervous about how this was going to go because Same. I'm rewatching the era where Eric Bischoff is like co general manager with Stone Cold Steve Austin oh, in that yeah. era. And I do not or did not like Eric Bischoff. Mm. His whole character, his hot lesbian action, his whatever he was doing, I did not like it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like we're going to, I know they're going to Fox News. Mm. I know they want, you know, a lot more edgy yeah. stuff. And I feel like they picked the right person, but I'm just like, oh my mm-hmm. God, like I can't sit here and go through another HLA phase yes. because this, these women have grown so much and for them to revert back, oh. That would kind of be a little crazy. But Monday Night Raw, straight attitude era for yeah. me. So you're okay with Paul Heyman being yeah, part of Yeah, I'm okay, okay with Paul Heyman being part of things. Okay. Um, you know, they both had their own wrestling companies. Heyman had ECW, mm-hmm. Bischoff had WCW, mm-hmm. and at one point WCW was killing WWE yeah. and Raiden. So I'm I'm okay with yeah. it. I'm okay now. Like I'm I'm put at ease. But you know it was only week one. Yeah, yeah. It was right. it was You're only right. week one. Yeah, right. And so it's we have to, you know, because 
they did run their own wrestling promotions, but like our show is always focused on like how does this affect the women, right? And both promotions aren't like the face of like presenting women in the best way. Like, do you remember ECW storylines? Talk about hot yeah. lesbian action right. and the violence against women, right. all this kind of stuff. So. This can get interesting as far as how the women are represented, but I would like to think that this just means these are just like two people who know the wrestling industry very well, but unlike Vince, have an open mind. So hopefully they can actually incorporate women in the way that we have well, always I hoped feel like for them. Paul Heyman already started. Mm-hmm. Like we saw more women and we saw more people being used than ever That's before. True. Like, granted, you know. We saw Mike and Maria, Mm -hmm. which we will get into because that right there, (laughs) I was like, wait, what? We saw The Undertaker two weeks in a row. Yes. Yeah, we definitely Sadly, there was no Roman Reigns on either show, you know. um, Mm -hmm. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but I was kind of okay with it. I was kind of okay with it. You know, we had... Carmella and you know we had a lot of women action. Yeah, we saw a lot of women action. I can't even complain. We had um, Nikki Cross and Bailey, and what else did we have? We had something else on was it on Raw? I don't, I don't think um, we did see Lacey Evans, but she didn't. We did see her briefly. We did get. Oh, we'll get to that cringy promo with Beth and Beth, Becky and Seth. And Maria and Mike. Um, it was cringeworthy to you? I Okay, so let's just get into it. Right, because so, I was not cringed out at all. Yeah. I was just mostly on some bitch slap her. Yeah. So this episode is about wrestling and wrestling couples and wrestling relationships and the and real couples. life relationships and power couples of two people that are actually in the wrestling industry and like how that affects the business, is it a good idea? Should wrestling relationships be included? Should they not? Whatever. And this all came up after Extreme Rules. Right. When Twitter went ham, either they loved that Seth and Becky were being featured in Storyline after um, Breaking Ground, or they were just like, no, no, relationships don't belong. I hate when they exploit relationships, blah, blah. So I was just like, this is a topic for us because relationships affect women, and women are always kind of defined by the men that they're with in their relationship. So how does that fit in the wrestling industry? So let's start with Becky and Seth. I'm going to keep saying Beth. I don't know why. But how do you feel about their relationship being recognized by WWE and then used in a storyline? So with, because you just asked a whole two-part question. I know. So first part, (laughs) first part, I love their relationship. I love that WWE acknowledges it. I love that, you know, we love that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch picture. Like, I feel like if if it wasn't a creep move, I would definitely have it as the wallpaper or something (laughs) on my phone or whatever. Um, I love how they, even from when we were talking about in our previous episode about the documentary and how he was so supportive Mm -hmm. and things of that nature for her, I love that aspect. What's starting to bother me Mm -hmm. is the fact that every five minutes is Oh, Becky Lynch's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Becky Lynch's boyfriend. You know their Michael Cole. You know their boyfriend and girlfriend, right? Right. Like it doesn't need to be said every five, ten minutes. Yeah. But it's also a dynamic change because usually it's, oh, the girlfriend mm-hmm. 
It's mm-hmm. oh, so and so's girlfriend. It's usually that. Like they yeah. give that male, that man, that upper hand, and yeah. leave that woman as that title. So now that Seth is the man's man. Yeah. Which is cute. All right, we get it. Stop overloading. It's like they're doing that Roman John Cena yeah. push. Stop it. Yeah. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. We don't want it. We acknowledge it. We appreciate it. Yeah. Let's keep it pushing. I also feel like um, including it in the storyline, I don't feel like it's forced. I feel like they have great chemistry together. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, it, it can work, but just leave it after Extreme Rules. Okay. Like, once they win, because, you know, I'm just throwing my chip in there, they're going to win. They better win. Right. <laughs> just leave it. Let them go their separate ways. Let it just be like, okay, cool. And if there's times where Becky needs to come out and yeah. help her man, or if there's times where um, Seth needs to come out and help his girl... Then let it happen, but don't force it down our yeah. throats. Because then once you separate, like, what are you going to do? You're going to have them abruptly break up on screen? Mm. Like, that's not... That's that's where it gets murky, because it's like, how long are y'all going to be... Are y'all going to do this for? And is they, are they always going to be connected to each other, like, as champions? And so on Monday, the reason why I felt cringy is because... I was in a, a couple, and my boyfriend and I at the time were not, I am not a lovey-dovey, mushy person in public. Like, that's just not us. Like, me and my boyfriend always seemed like really, like, just buddies, best friends, da-da-da. If we were ever pushed into the spotlight in the way that Becky, Becky and Seth are, like, we would be mortified. Like, that's just, like, not, that's not us. I get that same vibe from Becky and Seth. I feel like they... I feel like WWE found out that they were a couple and was just like, we're going to use it. And they were like, I guess we're using it. And they're now in the situation. And there's a lot of parts of just, I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like they are, like they would have chosen to yeah, put I their relationship. I don't think they would have chosen that I either. Think I see them as very private. I see them as a couple that is very like dudish like I can see her punching him in the balls and like them like I don't know like I their dynamic reminds me of of dynamics I've had in the past where it's just like we're not that couple like we don't need to be that and I think WWE wants to capitalize on it and they're just like fuck it we're gonna use it I don't think it was that's just my my, I mean my theory I mean you're right I don't see them as the mushy mushy type I feel like yeah they're best friends who just happen to be in a relationship that that works yeah you know yeah and it's like that, like I'm I in a relationship like now. And you know, me and mine, we have our moments where we want to be all holding mm-hmm. hands and stuff. And we have moments where we just walking next to each other laughing and joking. <laughs> like, you know, you've seen it. Yes. Like, it's not yes. it's nothing that's just gonna be like, okay, we're gonna put you in front of a camera, you're it's gonna like, be Okay, go. Right. Y'all are a and couple now. And tickle her like, and uh, kiss her on the cheek and do these little uh innuendos or yeah. do these little spills but you know y'all live together and like it just doesn't bah. seem natural to me it doesn't I think that's what it is not that i'm not enjoying it do not get me wrong i love and like, i i'm with you like i hope that it's short and sweet it's like okay extreme rules y'all beat lacy and baron corbin and we keep it moving and everybody goes their merry way but you know wwe they might just do something different right well i hope paul Heyman just like doesn't because he's you know executive yeah. and creative so i just feel like he doesn't carry this on long yeah we'll um see. We'll see. next set of power couples who just happen to pop back up is mm-hmm. mike and maria canellas yes yes and yes. so we were having a debate a debate on facebook in mm-hmm. our discussion group about how uh, uh a follower of ours said that he didn't like the fact that maria belittled seth and mike 
I don't oh, I don't God, believe that she belittled him. I don't like this double standard. Same. And I called it out. Like, oh, oh, it's okay for a woman to be called this, that, and mm-hmm. a third, a hoe, like all of this on national TV. Mm-hmm. But when Maria says, Oh, bring my bitch and you bring yours. <laughs> It's a problem. Like men can't be bi- men can be First bitches. Of all, did big you ones. See, did you see Mike Canellis f- having an issue with anything? Not at all. No, 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 no. Night, she said not, me and my uh-uh. bitch Mike was like, "Yes, I'm with it." So, I don't it's just that fucking fragile male ego. Ego. Mm-hmm. Where it's like everyone's just like, "Oh, there's a a better way to go about it than disrespecting them." It's all about like how the men were disrespected. How are the men disrespected because for once they're the second fiddle to the woman? Right. Is that why they right. got like I don't see how they were disrespected. Like the term my bitch is like my friend, my, my homie. My friend and take it how you I want. No, it's like a take it how you want yeah, type yeah, of term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you feel like he was belittled then that's your feelings. Yeah. Like I feel personally like he wasn't Mm-hmm. I feel because if um if he, if the shoes on his foot and Mike would have been like, all right, Seth, mm-hmm. you bring your bitch and I bring mine, that whole disrespect right there, it's fights, right? real fights, right? not even right? not even like on script, off script fights would have yes. happened oh, on yes. camera oh, because yes. you're not gonna sit here and disrespect my woman mm-hmm. like a woman can because you know I can't hit you yeah. like in the world in terms of me being a like Seth or Mike mm-hmm. but let Mike have said oh Becky's a bitch excuse me yeah that TV in the back would have had his face through it yeah yeah all right but I think it was good because it I I like I like that this. it showed that the women in have these power. relationships were the 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 the, the ones dominant the power, ones the dominant ones like they were the alpha personality in those two relationships and I think that's dope and I think that it's dope for WWE to showcase that kind of relationship for once right and Maria Canellas and Mike Canellas like that has oh that's their shtick too like people were acting like that's so out of for their character like no, yeah he was always he like took the... her last name like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's okay with you know like where they're positioned in their relationship right like, and I, I actually have more respect for Mike than I would because he's able to kind of like take that second fiddle and be like you know what yeah I guess I am a, I guess I am my wife's bitch. right but I mean it got kind of crazy in the ring though okay when yeah that she announced weird. that she was pregnant was and I'm so like weird. wait a minute what that was so weird but I read that the pregnancy part is true. Yeah, she's actually pregnant. She's actually pregnant, which they found surprising because once you announce you're pregnant, they don't allow you by the ring or anything mm-hmm. like that because of whatever could happen. Look at how many times the cameraman fall. Yeah. yeah. So to have a pregnant one by the ring yeah. and for Becky to just, you know, tap the belly yep. and be like, all right, cool, you good, Yo, you got it. That was such a surreal segment. I haven't even rewatched it because I'm literally watching it like, what the fuck? Yo. What is happening the whole time? I'm like, when, when Maria gets in the ring, I'm like, what is happening and right her, now? And I like the part when the whole mic thing and she couldn't turn the mic on. And I like that part. I mean, I feel like I think it she fits. killed it. I'm sorry. She did. I, I think she like killed it. it. And at first, you was just like, oh, yeah, Maria's back. And then my, I was so about to tweet, why is she relevant? But then I started to look because, you know, around that time, I kind yeah, of fell same. off because what the same. what they were doing with the women, I wasn't appreciating it. Same. So I'm just like, why is she relevant? Mm-hmm. I see her and everybody cheers her every time. Like mm-hmm. when she came out at um for a couple Royal for, Rumbles and shit. Yeah, the Royal Rumbles when she came out for Raw 25, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Yay, Maria!" And I'm just like, okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I get it. 
so now I, I really want to see where this plays out with them too. Me too. Um, and I hope that that puts them on the forefront because like them as a couple, they've been killing it on 205 Live and they have a name for themselves on the indie scene. So it's like, why? Then they just signed a, a new contract for like five years. So yeah, I saw that. Go ahead, like, so we'll hopefully see. Hopefully it goes somewhere. I hope. But, so, you know. On the road of power couples, we have to talk about the previous ones. We have to talk about yes, the ones. Yeah, so I wanted to actually name some other wrestling power couples because I just think that it's fun. So you have Brandy and Cody Rhodes. Yes. Then you have um, Stephanie McMahon and I'm going to say, you can't forget Stephanie and Triple <laughs> I H. I think they might be the ultimate wrestling they're, they're, power couple. They are. Let us know who is the ultimate wrestling power couple in the comments, please. Um, I like Bianca Belair and Harbu and NXT. They're so cute. They are a very attractive couple. They are. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Then you also have Zelina Vega and Alistair Black. Yes. You have Nikki Cross and whoever. She, I, can, I don't remember his name, but she just got married. Her husband. Um, Sarah Logan and her husband. Yep. Like all yep. these wrestling yep. couples. And you have Daniel and Brie. Yep. Mike and Maurice. Um, who else you had at this it's time? Like even so back many, then, you had even... you had Steve Austin and Deborah when they mm-hmm. were together. Mm-hmm. You had um, who else? Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. So what's interesting about this is that I've been listening to a lot of something to wrestle podcasts, and it used to be like kind of taboo and forbidden for you to date other people in the business. There also weren't that many women present like there is now. Right. Um, and it was like forbidden, like you didn't do it. It was frowned upon. Now it's actually encouraged because it's like this life on the road. Who Nobody's gonna understand. Gonna yeah, like and you're in. You know, you get assigned someone to travel with. You're in the car with someone for three hours or three hundred miles, whatever they have to drive. And and it's better to have someone on the road with you that gets it, yeah. than opposed to like someone that you're leaving at home. So now it's like a thing. Like every it's like everyone Lana and Rusev. Lana and Rusev. <laughs> we forgot about Naomi them. and Jay. How can we forget about them? I know, right. We we slipping. They're like y'all. my favorite. Right, we're They're slipping. My favorite. We're slipping. We're slipping. My favorite. So And Bailey and her fiance. He's a wrestler he's a too. Wrestler too. I think and he just made his debut. Yeah. Um and then also Sasha Banks and her husband. He like does the He does the costumes, the costumes yeah. Um for like Ronda Rousey, Bailey and all of them. Even Ronda Rousey and her husband. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they're gonna make a comeback soon. I could see I could see that. I could see that. Um the, yeah, that's like Natty and TJ. Natty and that's a power couple. That's a power couple. That if TJ wasn't really like permanently I feel like out. People don't appreciate that wrestling couple. Let's give some a little moment to Natty and TJ, because that's an ultimate power couple. They, like he is. was in the Hart family basically. He works backstage for a minute now. Natty's like the veteran of the locker room. Right. That's a power That's couple. a power couple. That's it's like underappreciated. Stephanie and couple. Triple H, Natty and TJ, yeah. like right there, right yeah. there. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's a really, really good one. Even uh, Dean, John, whatever, Moxley, and Renee. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a that's great a power one. couple. Oh, that's a very And I don't know if this couple. is a power couple, but she kind of announced it. So I'm just going to say Carmella and Corey Grace. Oh, that's a power couple. Definitely. I mean, they're. They're new, like I mean, they're probably not new to us, yeah. like together, because we heard the rumors before. But now that it's announced, it's just like, eh. yeah, we'll see where it, we'll see where it goes. Oh, sidebar: we have to take time to send our wishes to Braun and Bobby for what happened. If it's when, real, no, it's real. Braun you think has it's a real? Braun has a separated pelvis. 
Like it's reported in news articles. He's oh. had like he's really injured, separated pelvis. You didn't hear the beginning I, when Corey I didn't think was it's just all like, work, "To be honest with you," and then who and Corey put work, was like, "Oh Holy shit. shit, yeah!" Like that didn't even get sense. He got fined for that. On I live think it's TV. all a part of storylines. To be honest, I think it's all a very just developed like a very. Deep I don't think. Line. I think that they were supposed to go through the um. The 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 barrier, mm-hmm. but it wasn't supposed to be that side, mm. because that's literally where all the lights and stuff are. And if you saw everything went dark, and you heard the equipment people saying, "Cut the power off! Cut the power off!" There's no way. Just like when Randy convinced. Orton and Batista threw gold dust into the electric room, and he got really electrocuted, and he spoke oh. about that. Like that that part was like that was not scripted or put in. I think it was supposed to go through. But it wasn't supposed to go through that. I just one. remember I just had my head. And all I hear was pew pew pew. I'm like, what the hell? I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I kind of I blinked. Right I blinked. I didn't see who put th- who threw it. I blinked for a little bit, and then they replayed. And I was like, oh shit. Oh damn. Like Bron- Corey was like, it was a mess down there. Like you smelled flesh burning. Like you couldn't. He didn't see Braun moving at all. Like he saw Bobby. Like Bobby's out, but Braun got a. Rupture spleen, oh, hope it's separated hope it's pelvis. Fake. Well, either way, because these wrestlers do put themselves through a yeah, lot. So we are going to just send our well wishes to Braun and Bobby. Make sure that they're all okay. Um, so back to uh, wrestling couples. Um, so something that I'm really sensitive about that everybody knows is I hate when women don't get their shine. one. Who? Charlotte and Andrade. Ah! So I hate when women don't get their shine. I hate when it's like, oh, it's because she's dating such and such. That's why she's this. That's why she's dating such and such because she's this. So I want to talk a little bit about that mm-hmm. because um, I recently listened to Michelle McCool on Lillian Garcia's Chasing Glory podcast. And I learned that I she that actually an Undertaker. That's a power couple. That's a power right couple. There. She left wrestling because, because of that? it was that hard to deal with the locker room. Because when she got with Undertaker, it was almost just like every opportunity she was given it was because she was with Undertaker. Like it was almost like she couldn't win for losing. It was like if something horrible, if something bad happened, it was because she was with the Undertaker. If something good happened, it's only because she's with the Undertaker. So, and then you have Nikki Bella and John, John Cena. Cena. They're no longer together anymore. But instantly. And I am not here. I don't want to say that being in a power couple is not beneficial for both parties. That's the point of being a power couple is that y'all can feed off each other in a positive way. But men are never scrutinized in the same way. It's never like, oh, Jay-Z, Jay-Z because of Beyonce. Like, it's, you know, it's never, it's always the other way around. Like, oh, Nikki got a push because she's dating John Cena. Like, why can't women ever just do their thing and who they go to bed with just happens to be that person. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I kind of want to talk about that because it also bothered me that at the first Royal Rumble ever, women's Royal Rumble, um, when Michelle McCool and like Nikki Bella came out and they were like chanting Undertaker and like their husband's names. And I hate, I think that is so fucked up. It is. Like, I don't like it. Like see the woman for who they are instead of for, who they sleep with or who they wrestle with. Like, cause nobody does that to Maurice. Yeah. Which nobody does that to Brie. 
You understand? And Mike and um, Brian are very good wrestlers, and they have that push. They're up there yeah. with John and Undertaker. But they still get. I feel like the women they still get that whole like because of like Brie got that because of Daniel Bryan she got the push because of this. But Daniel Bryan about the chanting gets... of like the names when you're in the ring. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. get that. They don't get that, but they still get the the shadow of like oh it's because you're with Daniel Bryan or it's because you're with with the Miz or even why did Maurice come back to be the Miz's psychic you know what I mean right so but how come people don't say the same thing about Mike how come they don't say the same thing about the like how come they don't chant Michelle McCool when Undertaker comes out like why do the women always gotta have that like that stain of like who they're dating because misogyny and sad to say misogyny rules in in that way and that um and that field and that line of work, to be honest, because if you look at it way back when, the women was used as side shows. Yep. Like they really had to prove themselves like day in and day out and still yeah. use that side shows. So the day when remember when Sasha was crying and she said we went from um being the bathroom break to being seen in, you know, yeah. a a good ass match, that triple threat match. So I mean, it takes time. But you're mm-hmm. still gonna have those ignorant ass audience members that yeah. are always gonna chant like you can't change who they are. But we see us, mm-hmm. we see the women for who they are. Like we see yeah. how great Michelle McCool Oh shit, my bad, y'all. Mm-hmm. We see how great Michelle McCool was and is in the ring. Even when she came back at Royal Rumble, she eliminated like how many people? A lot. She eliminated like damn now I wanna say between five and seven or oh, seven yeah. and ten oh, yeah, people definitely. women. I think she still holds the record if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so too. So um we see them. Yeah. Like you you can't really change the ways of, of people. Mm-hmm. Can't teach teach a um old dog new tricks. That's true. And I do see that changing a little bit only because like I look at Nikki Bell as an example. Like she's only gotten more successful, more visible since um, her and John Cena broke up, and I think she actually worked harder because people thought that she only got a push because of her and her sister because of like who they were with. Um, so, oh, but wait, <clears throat> they do they do chant Becky when Seth is in the ring, but that's she's the man, like right. But I he's mean, the man. but it's know? the same thing. You understand? Like, yeah. I feel like now they're trying to switch it with them too. Mm-hmm. Like, Seth is going to be more so recognized for being Becky's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, than oh being yeah, and that's that was gonna be like my next as a wrestler. Yeah, and that was gonna be my next thing is that is the shift because now we have a power couple where the female in the relationship is, is the way man. more high profile at the moment than, than the boyfriend. So I'm curious to see. And that's why I like Maria Canellis and Mike coming into this because it brings that same dynamic of in this, in this relationship, Maria Canellis is the, is the more famous one. Like that's who you recognize. That's who it is in the same. Well, not the same thing, but Becky is kind of yeah. like the one that's like on top of that relationship. So that's why I, I like that and I'm curious to see how they go with this because Seth is kinda playing second fiddle to Bailey. And I feel Becky. Bailey, you better I'm watch sorry. your mouth. It's only beat, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think she's playing he's playing second yeah, fiddle. Yeah, and I think that he's okay with it too. Like Me he too. wants to give her her shine. He yeah, knows the shit that she's that. been through. I love that. He knows how hard she had to fight to get to where she is and he knows that she did it on her own. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, um Seth. 
be the backup. I love that. And I think he also sees, like, you know what? Men get enough shine in the WWE. They don't have to claw as hard as women do. So, you know what? My girlfriend has a spotlight. I'm going to let her fucking bask in that spotlight. And I'm going to, and just the way he looks at her is just like, oh my God. Right. It makes you want to give your significant other a side eye. Like, (laughs) why you don't look at me like that? Right. Okay. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So. I now want to get into using relationship, how real life relationships do blend into storyline and just kind of just chit chat about past storylines that are just so funny to me. Um, China and Triple H. Ooh. Now that was a wrestling couple. Mm-hmm. And we all know how that went. Ended. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another one that kind of was affected by it. Then you have. Edge, Matt, and Lita love Ooh. triangle. Oh, you got that messy situation. That messy. The mm. lines got a little bit blurred. A lot of bit blurred. <laughs> <laughs> People were fired and, and fighting in real life. They got rehired just off just the strength to, of that storyline. Right, actually. just off the strength of that real life. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you got Stephanie, Randy Orton, and Triple H. But was any of that best in real life though? It. The real life had to carry over into the storyline. Yeah. Because once, you know, Randy Orton kept, you know, doing things to Stephanie, Triple H he had to come out. No fuck. He didn't. Triple H had to come out and say, he hey, Stephanie's my real wife. <laughs> hey, this is real now. You mm-hmm. mess with my family, I'm going to come for you. And mm-hmm. av- even after the announcement, Randy gave no fucks. No fucks. Like, he just all. kept going. So it was just like, yeah, that's kind of mm-hmm. real. Like, even before they were dating. Yep. And then Stephanie had to go to SmackDown mm-hmm. because Vince didn't want them together after he approved. So, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I feel like for some reason that's, like, my favorite storyline, though. I, I need to it's rewatch very, that. Yeah, because the lines are blurred. And I think what's interesting about talking about wrestling relationships is that it kind of talks about, like, a lot of aspects of wrestling, of that blurred real life, what's real, what's not real. Then it has to deal with, like, relationships and love stories. That's always been a thing in WWE, love stories, love triangles. Weird ones all that. that. Very weird. All that kind of shit. Um, so... I like to bring up Lana and Rusev a lot because I think they deserve a run. They do. Um, they need another one. They really do. And it sucks because they work really hard and they're really dedicated on their craft and it just seems like they can't win for losing. But They'll be in AEW um, soon. I can see them thriving mm-hmm. in AEW. Um, so they actually got in trouble a few years ago because they were in a storyline um, where Rusev was with Summer Rae. And, um, and Lana was with <clears throat> Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and they were in a real-life relationship, Lana and Rusev, and then they got engaged, and Lana posted it on, on social media. And they actually got in trouble for that, because it's like, yo, You're like, breaking kayfabe. Exactly, so kayfabe comes into play. How do you feel about that situation, or do you think real-life relationships deserve a place in wrestling? I don't think... I mean, I feel like it depends. Because, like I said, I'm here for the Becky and Seth angle because mm-hmm. they are a real life couple. Yeah. But then they also bring it into the um, to into the 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 ring. Yeah. Just like I was here for John and Nikki against Miz and Maurice, or Brie and Brian mm-hmm. against Miz. Like it depends yeah. on the situation. Yeah. Now, if you know you're in a storyline to where you guys are separated or broken up as a couple, you date other people. And I know you want to share your real life, but mm-hmm. sometimes your real life is not even yours when it comes down to this business. So yeah. things like that, I feel like she should have waited mm. a little like when they got back together because I feel like 
that storyline of them breaking up with the Dolphin Summer to get mm. back with each other was a little bit too fast for mm-hmm. me because it was actually a good run. And then mm. after that, Summer Rae was nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting, too, because their thing is like, well, that's this is our real life and that's the storyline. So that goes again to bringing up like social media and the wrestling industry is just like, like where where are like are there lines anymore because the first time we heard about Seth and Becky's relationship was he posted a picture on social media that was our way of confirming their relationship so no Becky said something first she said something but then Seth posted the photo right, to be like was, yo yeah. like we're actually seeing this like even though oh. I called it when we were at Hall of Fame yes I called it we were like this close we were to like they, they're chemistry we see yeah them, I said yeah they're it. dating mm-hmm. he was like no they're not mm-hmm. I said yeah they're dating bruh yep I called it. My predictions be no, they really dead they on. Really like <laughs> I just need to be a WWE predictor, nah, and that's it. Like I don't even know if predictor is a word, but I'm making it one. No, it definitely is one. So you say you're fine with real life relationships? No, being I'm saying it depends. it depends. Okay, it depends. Like all of them don't need to be there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I am fine with, like, another example of, like, Zaylina Vega and Aleister Black. I am separate. fine with mm-hmm. them never coexisting in the wrestling world. Their characters don't even go together. They like, don't. it would really be, like, a forced situation. And I think Becky and Seth are different because they're, like, top people that we've grown, like, we've gotten to know over the years. Right. Like, Seth and Becky exist alone, and I think that's why it works for me, because it's just like, Becky Lynch is going to be fucking Becky Lynch. And like Seth is going to be Seth regardless. Exactly, so I think, and then they're both the champions, so it's kind of cool. Like uh, Yeah, like, but, my man's the champion, yeah, my like, girl's the champion. Dope. Like, we go home with the yeah. same belts. We yeah. go home, like, like, that's dope. I love it, but keep it short and sweet. I don't want it to go past this pay-per-view. Right, me I neither. I really don't, because it's, it's just like, okay. And then, yeah, I just hope they keep it because those promos just seem so just like they don't. I don't know. Like it's hard to watch. Although I love watching it, but it's, it's still not, just like I'd be chilling. Uh, I'd be good. It ain't hard so to watch for me. Okay, so before we wrap up, because we this is a real short but fun episode. Yes, we need to discuss our prediction. No, do we want to discuss predictions for Extreme Rules or do we want to? No, wait. let's wait. If you follow our Instagram, we're going to do our predictions on our IG stories. And then we want you to actually weigh in on us. Because there's a couple good matches on Extreme Rules. Like, right. interesting matches. Okay, be interested in that. I have to shout out Wind Down Podcast. Oh, yes. I love them. Um, They gave me a shout out. We were on Twitter. And they were not for this set. I'm um, sorry. Drew and Shane. Versus Undertaker and Roman match. And it's called Wrestling Wind Down. That's their Twitter. Love it. WWDCAST on Twitter. And I had tweeted, I said, maybe it's a pageant of the torch type Mm -hmm, match. mm -hmm. Because remember when Undertaker and Roman had that, now that's a cringeworthy match. I can't watch that again. It's very cringeworthy. (laughs) And Undertaker has said, I wanted to, he handpicked Roman. To do that, to give him that torch. So, final thoughts on that match. Are you for it? Are you not for it? Even though it's Roman, and I know how you feel about him, <laughs> you're gonna have to look past that, sis. Um, I'm. I wanted Undertaker to retire when he retired. At when he put his ring, put the hat, hat in the in ring. ring. You know, I love when things finish nicely like that. And I was fine with him retiring then. 
And then they keep pulling him back for matches. And it's just because, like, The Undertaker for me is, like, one of those things where it's, like, I need you to remain that Undertaker in my mind, and my memories, like, that whole just, like, untouchable kind of thing. And then seeing you, like, old and, like, not on your game. Let's is, let's is so let's just remember <laughs> that just this stop. was all pre before the hip. He got a new hip. He moving like he ain't. But like he that back Goldberg then. match though. They Although both that was all. I feel like that, that was, was all Goldberg. Goldberg. And like a lot of the time, like Undertaker just was feeding off of him. Yeah, that was all but Goldberg because he so hit hard his to head. Watch, and it's like we don't need to see. I don't need to see Undertaker in that way. Like there's been in the last five years, there's been more cringeworthy Undertaker matches than good Undertaker matches, and we don't need to see Undertaker like that. Like. Just do an entrance every now and again. Like, I don't need to see you wrestle. I mean, I'm here. Like, I don't. I feel like being that we grew up in Attitude Era, it never gets old. Like, yeah, all I'm waiting is for, you already know who I'm waiting for to pop up. Who? I'm jumping on his neck. Who? The Rock. Oh, like, that's it. Like, <laughs> on his neck. Like, all I need to hear is, if you smell. And, and that's it. Like, I'll probably get arrested from trying to jump oh, barricades. God. Like, that's it. Like, I need to... Even my aunt was just like, oh, so you know you'll just have a heart attack and pass out and die. I said, yeah, like, that's just it. Like, it, it that pop, like, when yeah. you hear your 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 yeah. idols back then that glass come out, that glass shattering still, like, at Raw 25 was deafening when he came out. <sighs> Even oh when Vince McMahon comes out. That's also one person I have yet to see. Who? Out of all my favorite. I've yet to see live. Yeah, I've never seen him live. I've seen The Rock. I've seen Undertaker. I've seen Triple H. I've seen Shawn Michaels. I've seen all of my faves except for Stone Cold. And I haven't seen The Rock. So we have to like yeah. switch that up. Yes, we definitely do because I saw him in um, John Cena and I was just like, ugh. Oh my god. I gosh. booed John Cena. Of course. I, I enjoyed it. it was, <laughs> like, I really did. Of course. <laughs> okay, so back to this match. I, like I said, I'm here for this match. Um, I just don't. Wanted to. I'm tired of seeing Shane a little bit. Me like too. I'm, I'm. I don't want him to leave, but I'm tired of him trying to be the wrestler that he's not. Yeah, just stop. Every time he takes a bump, I feel like he's like he's hurting. Like, yeah, like, dying on the outside. Forget the inside. And you can be a personality without wrestling. Like, right, gosh. he is. Like he's a great Give heel. More women. The McMahon are the great time, heels. They are, but you don't have to wrestle. I don't have to see you on TV for a half an hour. At, on both shows every week, that could be time given to like women. So to wrap things up, who are some women you would want to see more of? Who are some women you want to do a spot a spotlight episode yes. on too? Yes. So we're thinking Maria Canellis, AJ Lee, uh, Paige, Emma. Emma. Um, Paige. I think she gets enough spotlight. No, she comes out. Remember the whole the thing I tweeted you with with the frustration and things like that. Like yeah. Paige has this whole story that we don't even know about yet. She or like we does, know about and people don't. But there see was just it. a movie put out about her life. That's true. She don't. Need, we our spotlight is for people that don't get enough spotlight. You're right. Paige is a movie star. <laughs> well, she, she has the most Instagram followers of all the women in WWE. Because this is her house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, maybe we will do an episode. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let us know who we should do a spotlight episode on. We love doing these. We did one on Dana Brooke that did really well. Um and let us know. And Dana liked out our post. We she liked that post. Dana, we see Should you. Should we flex for Dana real quick? I can't flex, but we I can. Know. Like I have a little something. I don't. Something, yeah, something. you work out more than me, so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for listening to those wrestling girls once again. I'm yes. Krista B. It's Queen PR, and we are out. <laughs>